Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The V Report. It's your girl, Nora Natish, and I'm here to talk to you about this insane weekend of sports. But before I go into that, super duper duper breaking news. Sean Payton has left the New Orleans Saints. Yes, y'all, it's true. It's true. It's true. And I know my Saints fans, y'all went school in Louisiana, y'all know that. And I went to school in New Orleans, literally 10 minutes from Superdome. I know Saints fans are crushed right now. Crushed in every possible way. I personally did not think Shopee was going to leave. I was like, okay, okay, well, you know. You know, he's having his upside downs with Taysom Hill and, um, you know, Jameis Winston being out for pretty much the rest of the season. It's been a lot. It's been a lot going on there. But for him to just leave, I was not expecting that. Some people are saying he's looking at retirement. Some people are saying he might go to the team. I see a lot of memes talking about Pay going to the Cowboys, which would be disgusting, but there's been talk. But he um, did, uh, Sean Payne today shared at the press conference. He said, Thank you for giving me, me this opportunity to be your head coach for 16 years. He's saying that to directed towards the Saints organization. I think, that's honestly, Sean's like, Yo, I'm old, tired, I'm stepping away. And Sean Payton has definitely been the man in New Orleans. He has definitely changed the whole team around. The city loves him. The team loves him. Every Saints fan in the world loves him. So it's just really shocking to see him after 16 years take a step down. Since we're going to stay in NFL news, we got a lot to talk about with this past weekend of, I will say, the best football games I've seen in the long, long, long time. So I was, it's, it's official. We have our, we'll be having our AFC championship game and our NFC championship game. We, like, your girl picked so wrong this week, y'all. The only team I got right was the Bengals, but everyone else, oh, was I wrong? So if you were betting on my take this week, I'm sorry, she failed you because the division round was I did not, I did not guide you guys in the right way. However, the Bengals did beat the Titans 19 to 16. Field goal end of the game. The Bengals are going to the AFC Championship game. You guys know I love to be some Joe Burrow and some Jamar Chase. And I said LSU Friday runs in my bones. It was feeling really good to see that game go that way. That way. The Titans, I'm going to sit here and say it, are fools gold. All of this to have actually every team but the Chiefs lost. And they had home field advantage. Lost the, the away team. And it was all by a field goal. Every game this weekend was decided by one field goal. That just field goal to end the game. That's how all these teams lost this weekend. Both of our number one season knocked out. I was now let me, let me get to this. I owe 
receptor of the 49ers, I apologize. With the the 49ers beat the Packers 13 to 10. This game was disgusting to watch. And I still stand by one thing. I don't trust Jimmy G to lead you to victory. Now, yes, I do think Jimmy G is real fine. Yes, the they um the Fort Knox got Debo Samuels, and he is the South that is walking on everybody on that field. Their defense it did do a great job shutting Aaron down. But I just I am just shocked by how the defense played in this game. The defense is the reason why there was a touchdown for the 49ers. Now, one thing about football, you're playing in the snow. Oh, man. Cold as cold. But for me, if it was me, I, I could never be a football player that played in the winter. I just, I, I, once it gets past, you know, once it gets past 30 degrees, your girl's no good outside. She's just no good. I can I can do 39 up. Well, 39 to 79. That's what I can do. Anything after those places, like 80 and up or 38 below, she can't do. She just can't do. So with after all that snow out there, I like I'm a Packers fan. I'm well, I'm really a Giants fan, but I really do enjoy Aaron Rodgers, my favorite quarterback, who I will get to my my feelings about him in a second. But I was just shocked by how bad the Packers played in the snow when they are literally in Green Bay. This is their element. This is their, they're the, you know, the frozen tundra for a reason. How do you not know how to play football in the cold? That's all I saw. Now the Packers defense, the Packers defense played with heart this game. That's about, like the Packers offense. I was just shocked because Aaron was just being thrown like a rag doll throughout the whole game. Now, Aaron, I want to talk to you about something. You bringing up all these different reasons why you weren't good during that game really showed me big loser energy. And again, I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. I am a fan of him. He's literally my favorite quarterback. But this was a big loser energy. Why? Please explain to me why. Do you think bringing up off-field issues as being the reason why you couldn't perform on-field. You are petty, Aaron. You've been petty all year. You've been smiling at people's faces after you just embarrassed them on, on the field. You've been doing that your whole career. So now you're saying that off-field situations made you feel away. It was just like everyone was rooting against you for this game. Uh, excuse me, you're the number one seed. You're the number one seed. You have home field advantage. You are the you're the team. Everybody's like, it's lit. And you perform in such an inadequate way that it was just like, huh. This, I honestly, out of all four games, the Packers and the 49ers game was the least exciting to watch. But I thought that was real big loser energy to be like, oh, well, my off-field situation made people may all this negative energy come so I got all negative chi and I'm like nah cut that cut that you just perform poorly now, I ain't gonna call you a fraud because I do trust you with the last 35 seconds match you know what I try, try to trust somebody a little bit more 
for 35 seconds left on the clock and I need to get me down, get me 80 yards down the field, score a touchdown. I'm trying to trust him by a little bit more. I think you might be older, Aaron. That's why it's giving me old man. Give me old man. But for the Sunday games, the Rams and the Buccaneers. Wow. I will tell y'all and be I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I turned this game off at halftime. I said, well, the Rams have completely destroyed the Buccaneers. I talked all this smack. It was 20 to 3. I'm like, Psh, okay, well, it was like I don't get I'll bet against Tom. I don't know. Y'all can hate Tom very much you want. That's the guy. That's always going to be the guy. And he shows you why he's the guy every year. Even though they did not win the game, Tom is Tom turned to psycho Tom the second half of this, this game. The first half, I was like, where is really the best quarterback to touch the ball? Where's Tom Brady? Oh, on his butt. Oh, getting tossed. Oh, at one point, Tom was knocked down so hard. He did what I do when I finish um, doing burpees. I literally be like, Whew, this on the ground, head on the ground, whoo, big exhale. That's what time I saw him do that. I was like, that's a shame. But that second half of the game, that was football game. Okay, y'all. That but that second half of the Buck and Rams game was electrifying. And again, a field, a walk-off field goal ended the game. Because the one thing about the Bucks, which has been their weakness, even last year when they beat the um, the Chiefs, the Chiefs choked. But even last year, is their defense. Their defense is a disaster when they need you to be on, on, it, on your stuff. It's a disaster. But Tom literally brought his team back from a 3-20 deficit to tying the game with 42 seconds left on the clock. Even though Tom is talking about here, you can't ignore Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford went from a child to a grown man during that last um, last few seconds of the game. Without him chucking that ball to Cooper Cub, the Bucks were going to win overtime. I'll let y'all know that right now. Those who didn't know, I'm I'm, going to educate y'all. The Bucks were going to win overtime. But Matt Stafford... He says, I'm not, he's out there, you're a man, you're a mouse. He said, I'm a man. And he threw that ball. And Cooper Cup, who is, a, oh man, he's a, he's beyond elite. He's in his own category right now, man. I'm not going to hold y'all. Caught that ball and put his team in a place where they can win the game, which is how exactly how to happen. Now the best game of the weekend. And my NFL guy just, I'll go into way more detail about why this is the best game. But y'all know I'm in New York. He's from New York, born and raised. Spent most, um, at least 24 years of my life in New York. 23 years of my life in New York. And the coolest thing about being a New York fan is that we don't care what New York team's in there. As long, especially once your team is knocked out. As long as we rep, we rep. And we rep hard. So I was going for the Bills hard. I thought the Bills would upset the Chiefs. Because both teams are very good. You're all, but the thing was, I think if the if the Chiefs were coming to Buffalo, the Bills might have won this game. 
But the Chiefs took care. If this was, I'd say it was going to be a shootout. And I love me, you guys know, I love a great offensive game. And one thing here, defense for both teams need to get their acts together. There is no reason for the things I saw this game defensively. Again, I'm not big on the uh, like on a defensive win game because it's just like it's dope to watch, but at the same time, it's like you know not as not as many touchdowns. Let's do it in the end zone. Let people kicking field goals. It's just you know it's just three and out, three and out. However, here the way Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes played, they were amazing this game. Absolutely amazing. I think the MVP of the game. Besides, um, for, for the for the Bills, has to be Gabriel Davis. And my NFL, that's I'll go into more about that. And then Ty, Tyreek Hill for the for the Chiefs. But that that after the MVP of the game, it, it, it's it's it, this. It was really looking at the same two young men as one. These these two are are the future of football, uh, future of uh, football and quarterbacks because. I have never seen a better game besides when, no, I've only seen like a few games better than this because I was I was invested. I wasn't invested in this game, but this game caught all of my attention, snapped all, snatched all my edges off. This was a game that had me at the edge of my seat all the way to the end. And once it went overtime, I said, the Bills don't get this ball first. It's a wrap. When Josh Allen said tails and it was heads, my entire head just dropped because the Bills defense is exhausted. They're not stopping Pat Mahomes. They got a triple um, guard Tyreek Hill, which means Travis Kelsey left open. It was just a disaster. Disaster, everybody. And it was crazy because Josh Allen would not give up. And I loved every second of it. And the reason why I'm saying I don't know if I trust Aaron with like 30 seconds on the clock because I trust Pat Mahomes with 13 seconds on the clock. Because Pat Mahomes was able to get that team down the field to get your 49-yard field goal to get the seventh overtime in the first place. I, I love football, and that's and, and if you love football, you're a football, football lover like me, you enjoyed every ounce of this weekend football-wise. Absolutely amazing. When we come back, we're going to talk about some NBA news, and we got some Hall of Famer news going on MLB. So you guys, when we get back, we'll get to that. So keep it locked. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Again, if you're someone interested in starting your own podcast, you don't know where to start, all you need to do is download Anchor. Anchor is the best place to download your podcast, make your podcast, edit your podcast, send it out to a variety of podcasts, and publish them. And under Anchor, all you have to do is start recording, do what you need to do, the edits, and then you press submit, and now your podcast is sent to a variety of different podcasts daily basis, such as Apple and Spotify, and even Anchor itself. 
So if you're ready to take your podcast dreams to the next level, all you need to do is download Anchor and make those podcast dreams a reality. Okay, everybody, we're ready to talk about some NBA action. So let's start with some Sunday. We have the Knicks beat the Clippers 110 to 102. And in that game, our, our leaders was Reggie Jackson with 26 points, shot 10 out of 18 from the field. While R.J. Barrett, he had 28 points, shot 9 out of 24 from the field. Um, Ivac Zubak Zubak has 14 rebounds, while Barrett had 14. R.J. cleared the leaderboard with six assists, and then Eric Bledsoe had six assists as well. Shout out to my name. Always a good day for victory. Then we had the Celtics beat the Wizards 116-87. Ooh, rough game. Lakers fell to the Heat 107-113. to The leaders of this game was LeBron James with 33 points, shot 12 out of 22 from the field. While Duncan Robinson had 25 points, shot 8 out of 13 from the field. LeBron led rebounds with 11 rebounds, while Jimmy Butler had 10. But uh, Russell Westbrook had nine assists, while Jimmy Butler had 12. The Bulls fell to the Magic 95 to 114. Trailblazers beat the Raptors 114 to 105. Hawks beat the Hornets 113 to 91. 76ers beat the Spurs 115 to 109. The Grizzlies fell to the Mavericks 91 to 104. Nets fell to the Timberwolves 125 to 136. The Pistons fell to the Nuggets 111 to 117. And the Jazz fell to the Wizards, sorry, the Warriors 92 to 94. Our leaders in this game are Bojan. Wow. Badonkic? The Madonkic? Oh my gosh. 21 points, shot 7 out of 17 from the field, while Jordan Pohl had 20 points and shot 7 out of 13. Ruby Gobert had 18 points, while Otto Porto Jr. had 8, sorry, 18 rebounds, and Otto Porto Jr. had 8 rebounds. Joe uh, Inglés had 5 assists, while Steph Curry had Monday, our rundown. The Knicks fell to the Cavs 93 to 95. Pacers fell to the Pelicans 113 and 117. Bulls beat the Thunder 111 to 110. The Jazz fell to the Suns 109 to 115. Our Tuesday night um, updates. So y'all, y'all be checking out on Wednesday. I'll let you know how many Tuesday. Currently, while we're still while we're still recording, the Mavericks um, are trailing behind the Warriors in the second quarter, 31 to 35. The Timberwolves are trailing behind the Trailblazers, 22 to 27 in the first. But our games are complete. The Nuggets beat the Pistons, 110 to 105. The Hornets fell to the Raptors, 113 to 125. In this game, our leaders are... Our leaders are LaMelo Ball with 25 points, shooting 8 out of 16 from the field, while Gary Trent Jr. had 32 points, shooting 11 out of 21 from the field. Mason Plumlee uh, had 9 rebounds, while Pascal Sycom had 9 
rebounds. Lamelo Ball has seven assists, and Pascal Siakam has twelve. The Clippers beat the Wizards one sixteen to one fifteen. Very close game. Yikes! Let's get to those leaders in a second. We have Amir Kofi with 20, 29 points, shot 10 out of 21 from the field. Bradley Beal had 23 points, shot 8 out of 15 from the field. Luke um, Kennard had 8 rebounds, while Kyle Kuzma had 12. Luke Kennard also led an assist with 6 assists, while Bradley Beal had 6. The Pelicans fell to the 76ers 107-117. This is a makeup game from December 19th for those who were trying to probably try to play that game. This is what happened that day. So the Kings, they fell to the Celtics 75 to 128. That game is pathetic. Let's get to that leaderboard. So we had that's probably rude. But um Buddy Healed had 11 points, shot four out of 14 from the field. Oh, this, this was rough. Jake Tatum had 36 points, shot 14 out of 23 from the field. Rashawn Holmes, he had nine rebounds, while Robert Williams III had 17. Tyrese Hilberton had seven assists, while Marcus Smart had seven. Um, the best way to tell you all this, the Celtics dominated the entire game. They just ran the board up the entire game. The Kings were really, really suffering this game. But for those Laker fans, good Laker news. Lakers beat the Nets 106 to 96. Our game leaders near LeBron James with 33 points, shot 14 at 21 from the field. James Harden had 13 points, shot 11 at 24 from the field. Um, James also led with um, rebounds with seven rebounds, while Harden had 12. And Harden and James ran the board as a leader today with James with six, Harden with 11 assists. Okay, the Spurs beat the Rockets 134 to 104. After you listen to your view today, these are the games you must check out. At our 7 o'clock slot, we have the Bucks and Cavaliers, Hornets and Pacers, and Clippers and Magic. Our 7.30 games are going to be the Kings versus the Hawks and the Knicks versus the Heat. Our 8 o'clock games are going to be the Nuggets versus the Nets. The Raptors versus the Bulls. Our 8.30 game is going to be the Grizzlies versus the Spurs. Our West Coast games are going to be the Suns versus the Jazz. And the Mavericks versus the Trailblazers. On Thursday, the Lakers are back in action at 7.30 on TNT. They'll be facing the 76ers. And at 10 o'clock on, on TNT, you definitely catch your other West Coast game, which will be the Timberwolves versus the Warriors. And that, everybody, is your... NBA update. A little quick, quick, quick um, college basketball update. I will watch you before I go to college basketball. I'm going to let you guys know where the NBA is standing. We're getting closer and closer to All-Star Weekend. Our current standings right now in the East, it's right now that our top 10 are the Heat, the Bulls, the Nets, the Bucks, the Cavs. Wow, okay. Um, the 76ers, the Hornets, um, the Raptors, the Celtics, and Washington. That's a daggone shame. It's right under Washington. That is a daggone shame. Anyway, in the Western Conference, we have the Suns, Golden State, 
the Grizzlies, the Jazz, the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Lakers, the Timberwolves, the Clippers, and the Trailblazers. That is our top 10 in the East, our top 10 in the West. Now, in college football news, college baseball, wow, college basketball news, I will give you guys the, the results of the Tuesday night games. Currently, Georgetown is still facing UConn, um, and it's only the second half. Actually, the game about to end, but UConn is dominating this game. It's a 94 to 65 um, point game right now. Pretty much is a all like 29 point lead for UConn. I'll let you guys know how this game ends towards the end of this um, episode. Mississippi State is taking on Kentucky right now. Kentucky is ahead 43 to 43 to 42. And it's just the start of the second half. So I will keep you updated how this ends. But Clemson fell to Duke 69 to 71. Michigan State fell to Illinois 55 to 56. Um, DePaul fell to Villanova 43 to 67. Kansas State fell to Baylor 49 to 74. Auburn beat Missouri 55 to 54 and Arizona um, will be playing UCLA at 11 o'clock on ESPN. My goodness, y'all. That is a late game. That is a late, late game. Our NCAA women's basketball, I want to be on the Monday and Tuesday rundown. We had Purdue fell to Michigan 66 to 79. Vanderbilt fell to South Carolina 30, 30 to 85. What what happened? <laughs> and then San Diego fell to BYU 48 to 70. Um for our Tuesday update, we have Iowa beating Penn State 107 to 79. Notre Dame versus Virginia has been postponed. Wednesday, our Wednesday rundown starting at 2 p.m. You can catch Utah versus Oregon. At 7 o'clock, you can catch Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma. At 7.30 on the Big 12 um, Network, you can catch Kansas versus Iowa State. At 8 o'clock on the Pac-12 um, channel, you can catch Arizona versus UCLA. At also 8 o'clock, we'll read you all the rest of 8 o'clock games. They're all 8 o'clock. Kansas State versus Texas. UConn versus DePaul. And on the Big 10 Network, you can catch Baylor versus Texas Tech. As our WR, no, our NCAA women's basketball update. And I will also let you guys know what's going to happen on Wednesday for the NCAA men's basketball. At six o'clock on ESPN2, you can catch Florida versus Tennessee. On CBS S Network, you can catch Providence versus Xavier on NFS 630. At eight o'clock on the Big 12 Network, you can catch Iowa versus Oklahoma State. Um, at 8.30 on FS1, you can catch Marquette versus Seton Hall. Um, on the CBS S Network, you can catch BCU versus Davidson. And at 9 o'clock on the SEC Network, you can catch Texas A&M versus Louis, um, LSU. That is all our updates for today, but I am ready to tell you guys what I heard some crazy stuff today in the world of baseball. David Ortiz, which you all know as Big Bobby, has been inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yes, he was elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame today, making him the fourth player from the Dominican Republic, VR, to be inducted 
Ortiz was elected with a 77.9% vote in his first year of eligibility. A shout out to Big Poppy, even though he's a Red Sox and I despise the Red Sox, but shout out to him for being inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. I do know that's going to, uh, a lot of people are waiting to hear some other names. Barry Bonds is one of them. That There's a lot, you know, when it comes to baseball, one thing your girl always tells y'all, this is not a baseball podcast. Your girl Nora only knows about her Yankees and really nothing much. So this is football and basketball, but I always got to talk about the things I see coming up in the news. But a lot of people are outpouring, are outpouring their feelings about how um, Barry Bonds has not been inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. I know it has a lot to do with the steroid accusations that were made back in the day, but I will I will say, based off of these records, it's kind of crazy. He's a 14-time NBA All-Star, 12-time Silver Slug, Slugger Award. He's an eight-time Gold Gold Glove Award. He's a seven recipient. He's a seven-time National League um, MVP, a three-time National League um, Hank Aaron Award a recipient, two-time National League batting ca- champion. He's a two-time National League home run leader. For his MLB record, he uh, had 762 career home runs. Whew. My goodness. 73 home runs in a single season. Those who don't know baseball, that ain't easy. It's, that ain't easy at all. It's not a shoot. If you could get on the base, you're doing good. <laughs> well, let me stop. But anyway, he's a pro. He's a pro. He's a, he received 2,558 career walks. Yes, y'all. Seven MVP awards, 232 walks in a single season. Yes, y'all. At that time, he got the first base. And he has a .609 on-base um, on percentage in a single season and a .863 slugger, slugging percentage each um, single season. So Barry Bonds is definitely a lot of people are wondering what's going on there. They have been really, really just confused about that. But right now it's Big Poppy's day. So uh, congratulations to Big Poppy for being inducted to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, it's also the people who weren't inducted that people were shocked about. Roger Clemens was not inducted to the Baseball Hall of Fame. This um, this was his last year of eligibility on the BBWAA ballot. Um, so they're really, it seems like they're shutting him out. So he's another one that did not, was not inducted, especially after everything's going on here. So I will keep up with the baseball stuff. You know, I'll try to keep y'all updated, but that's what's going on with MLB. All right, everybody, we're getting close to the end of the episode, and I want to take this time to talk to you all about something that's very serious, that um, things have been happening throughout this year. Um, I don't know if everyone's paying attention, but a lot of people have been losing their lives um, very early this year. Usually when people, like celebrity passed away, people start paying attention, even though everyday people also lose people every single day. And... I just want to talk to everybody about being focused on yourself and it's okay to be selfish and look out for yourself. But there's something that we must discuss and this is suicide. Suicide is something that we don't understand. We don't understand why. 
people do these things and and why couldn't they talk to somebody but I feel like a lot of people blame themselves people that are having suicidal thoughts that are experiencing this type of pain and depression it's something that is not to taken lightly 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 sorry y'all it's something that you must focus in on and really care about other people so right now I'll take this spot to share the national suicide prevention hotline which is 800-273-8255 with this pandemic a lot of people have been sitting by themselves for a while and it's easy when you can go out and mix and mingle with people, see your friends. But if you still live by yourself, it is hard to figure out your day. Especially if you work from home now permanently. So your other interaction with people has not been cut off. I work a lot from home. Um, depending, especially depending on how the, the what's going on in the climate, what's going on with um, the pandemic, I'll be home a lot. So as somebody else who is working a lot from home, who also um, has nervous breakdowns. I'm not going to lie, you guys. I have nervous breakdowns all the time. And they're usually, they are they do it all extend something really crazy going on in my life. But one thing I do say that to those who are listening, who may be not as vocal about how they're feeling, find somebody to talk to. Somebody will listen to you. Please, please make it your efforts to connect with somebody that you can just share how you're feeling. Being in your house and you can't go nowhere because it's, you know, especially those who suffer COVID anxiety, those people are struggling very, very bad right now, everybody, because they are in their house, and they ain't going anywhere, they ain't being around nobody, going on Zooms all day, and they have no human interaction. That can drive people crazy. So, I'm just saying that those that are out there that think no one cares, their problem is way too big to handle, and they just want to give up, I want to know I care. I care enough to sit and listen. I care to continue to share this number, which is 800-273-8255. I care to listen, look, read a DM, read an email, because this is, some, this is a temporary fix to a no a permanent fix to a temporary problem and it can I know a lot of people who are struggling several ways financially emotionally spiritually mentally physically and sometimes it feels like the right the easiest thing to do is just to quit but it's not a lot of people are affected by you not being here so I just want to take this time to share that with everybody and to share how I feel about this situation because it is really near and dear to my heart. Having experienced someone that I love take their own life, it's it's um, heartbreaking to find out the information and find out it's because they were reaching out for help, but there was no one to answer that call, no one to tap in. So that's why I like to pause every now and then, especially with this, us all getting in tune with our mental health and on this on this platform, I will make sure I bring something about mental health each and every chance I get to just either those little things, there's little things you can do that can calm those nervous breakdowns, that can bring a little bit of light to those dark days of depression, 
and even those who are at their wit's end, a voice that can say, you're not alone and I'll listen to you. So that is the um, end of this episode. I hope each and every last one of you have a fantastic rest of your week. It's Wednesday. We are halfway through, getting close to the Friday. So again, you guys stay safe out there. This pandemic is real. Please, for God's sake, stop saying it's not. It's real. Please continue to wear your mask and to protect yourselves and your loved ones. Take care. See you next time. Bye.